0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives.
1: I'm your co-host, Wendy Papazian. I'm Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. So we are in a new start of a new year. And... Happy New Year! Um, woo Happy Happy New New Year! Year. And, you know, oftentimes we have all of these um, New Year's resolutions that we make, which are fantastic, and new habits that you're building, which are fantastic. And what I will tell you is one of the most valuable things I think that we can do as business women and entrepreneurs and just humans is also taking time to reflect back on the lessons we've learned over the last year. Because I I can tell you from myself and all four of us, three of us here on the podcast today, but all four of us as co-hosts, so much growth has happened with us in the last year, and so many amazing lessons learned. So what we would like to do today is take some time and, and walk through and reflect on some of the lessons that we all have learned as we've been navigating 2020 and coming into 20, or 2022, coming into 2023. So uh, without further ado, we're going to jump in and roll into some of the things we've all learned this year, and I'm I'm excited to learn from you guys today too. So let's dive on in. Wendy. How are you doing? I love that. <clears throat> Welcome to
0: uh, 2023.
1: I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing great. Well, you know, what's interesting about
0: 2022 is I think a lot of you guys know my story. I had a really hard 2019, and then I thought 2020 was going to be my year. And um, it just, COVID happened. And then 2021, of course, was crazy for the real estate market. And then 22, 2022 is the same. And of course, now uh, the economy is kind of declining and so you know the lesson i learned is is at the end of the day it's not really about uh what happens to you it's what you do with what you're given and uh and so so much of that is really mindset and um you know understanding what you can control and what you can't control and and I, and i think i always sort of knew that but just For after after many years of it being a lot of growth for me, especially like business was tripling and all that kind of stuff, and then just not having that, um, and yet still looking now, I mean, probably my number one thing that I'm proudest of of 2022 is really a team that I love. You know, that Mm. has all the right people in. All the right seats on the bus, and that just took a little bit of time. You know, it takes a little bit of time and patience. And I think sometimes we can just um, make everything better in six months, and just some things just take a little bit of time. So that's a big lesson Mm -hmm. for me. What about you, Sarah?
2: I love that. I I, one that sort of goes with that, and I think goes hand in hand is um, I had uh, someone say to me, "Every time you have growth, there's death." at the same time, and which means there's also, you need to take time to mourn. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned in 2022 is we have grown exponentially in the last few years and it has been, I have not taken the time, I was not taking the time to be, to recognize that with growth there's death, which means there's change, right? meaning there's people that you think are going to be with you forever that aren't. Um, And there's people that say they want growth, but then when it really happens, they realize what it actually means and they don't want that right. Um, That self select out or uh, make a decision to do that. And then, you know, this week we um, had our team meeting and a bunch of the original sort of um, team members were eating. We have every year we have a, um, a potluck where we all come together and it was that day and we all came together. And we were just hanging out and I got so many messages. of like, it was so amazing to remember the good days. Like, and so, so many of the original team members view it as those were the good days, right? Which is because we have with growth, their mindset is things have changed, meaning that is no longer, those days are no longer. And the truth is, is they're right. Right. Um, but just learning to, um, that with growth you know there's death which means that there's feelings that go with that as well and so acknowledging um acknowledging your feelings and taking time to do that as you grow was a big lesson for me in
1: 2022 mm-hmm. yeah i i think that's beautiful i you know i've shared on the podcast this year we've had a, a huge personal journey on our side and i think the two biggest things that i've learned on the like if I reflect on the business side is um, great things come from great people. And like when I look at our friendships, when I look at the people that surround our family, when I look at our business and the people that we get to be in business with, we just have some really, really great people in our lives that Mm. are just... I mean, you know, the the kind of people you just you would go to the mat for. And I am so thankful for them. I think the other thing that I've shared um, as like a an active lesson this year is that great amounts of joy and great amounts of pain can coexist in massive levels at the same time. And mm. it's okay to, it's okay to be in relationship with both of those at the same time. It, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can have both. And, um, you don't have to feel guilt when you find joy and massive amounts of pain and you don't, you know, you don't have to then feel like you have to squander one for the other. And so really becoming comfortable straddling those two emotions, um, is, is probably been a really big lesson for me just in permission and giving myself permission to find great amounts of joy in the midst of great amounts of pain.
0: Wow. That's beautiful. Um, well I'm going to say something that s- sounds so shallow after that, but um <laughs>
2: <laughs> for me,
0: I've actually learned a lot of tactical wealth building things this year. Mm, um, awesome. It's it's been a real gift for me. So last year at our goal setting retreat with my husband and I, we were always trying to figure out like who are our who's and I realized I was doing a lot we we needed to do we needed to move sort of from this wealth building stage to wealth protection stage in our life. Mm. And um, I was finding myself sort of getting bogged down with doing a lot of that stuff. And we decided we really needed someone to help us out with that. And uh, hiring a person to help us with that has been honestly huge for us. So we've gotten a, you know, cost segregation study under our belt. <clears throat> thanks to that recommendation, Sarah. Uh, we've moved quite a bit forward on our trusts. We've, we've, uh, our, our, insurance protection liability has changed dramatically. Uh, We put all of our rental properties and individual LLCs, like all kinds of things that we, you know, when you're, when you're building your wealth, you have, you tend to have like a thrift mentality around, around things. Mm. And at a certain point you just have to remember to kind of like shift that. So, um, so that you're not, no longer being thrifty about things. You're really, you're really being more safe. Um, and so for me, just the, the tactical wealth protection stuff has been just, I've just learned a lot. I mean, I've, I've taught it, you know, we did her rich life and I, I've just learned a lot. So that's, that's always fun to learn a completely new category
2: of stuff. I love that. I think um, another big thing that it goes sort of with uh, a little bit with what uh, Seychelle was saying, I think so, so many times we, As empire builders, we're we are just do what we're supposed to do or do what it takes to push things forward. And, um, the fall of 2021, um, I got a call from my partner in Atlanta, um, letting me know that she was re diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer. And what's weird is she's calling me right now, right as I'm saying that.
1: Wow. Wow. She's got wow. ES. Some people have that. She's got wow. Sh- wow. Should
2: you take the call?
1: Take the call. Yeah. Should you tell her? We're talking <laughs> no. about it right now on the podcast? <laughs> no, I won't. You're live on the podcast. I, She's no, like, Hi. Know. What do you want to tell everyone you learned this year? Oh, just like She's really calling on the me spot. too. No, I'm kidding. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a joke. Yeah. So,
2: um, so that was – crazy time, crazy time. We had been, um, partners for only about a year and she got re-diagnosed with breast cancer. And, um, I, I told her we got this, we're going to get through this together. We got through COVID together. Um, go fight for your health and I will keep the business together. And I made that commitment to her and I put my head down. I came to my executive leadership team and I said, we are going to be leading Team Atlanta from headquarters. We're going to be flying down there. We're going to be there for um, Team Atlanta. And we just did we did for months and months and months. And everyone poured um, everything, they gave it their all to um, really keep uh, that location together and did a phenomenal job. My leadership, my leadership team just shined, did a phenomenal job. Well, fast forward, that was in October of 2021, fast forward to May of 2022, um, we had our president's club trip and it was the first time she was healthy enough to travel. And I said, I want you to come, you, you need a break. She had been fighting, uh, multiple surgeries, um, and really, uh, fighting for her life. And I said, we need to spend time together. And she came and, um, we were, we, there was a lazy river at the resort and we were in the lazy river and talking in the, it was the first time in nine months we talked business together because every other time we were talking, it was more about how was the surgery checking in on her. Um, it was nothing about the business or team. We, we were doing our best to protect her from anything, any stress, right. So not telling her about anything that was going on. And we went through the lazy river. We had this amazing conversation. I came back to my room, was taking a shower and I had probably the biggest emotional breakdown I've ever had. And I fell to the ground in the shower and I cried and I cried and I cried. And I realized that for nine months I had been like pinning up my fear that I was going to lose my partner because I didn't for nine months, I didn't acknowledge the feeling of fear that my partner could die. And I, and I was doing everything I could with the business, but I never stopped to acknowledge that I had feelings like Sarah had feelings because of uh, my partner that I love and what she was going through and all that went with that. And so one of the biggest lessons that I learned in 2022 is so many times we put our heads down, we do what we're supposed to do and we don't stop to acknowledge like, like what are we feeling? What are we going through? What's the emotion that we're dealing with in the midst of doing this? It's so important now, I I now will, will watch people and if I see them like, are you pausing and acknowledging like any feelings mm, you're having? Because what you don't want is you don't want it to surprise you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it, it, mm-hmm. it will like feelings yeah. will always mm-hmm. come up. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you can't just make them go away. Um, yeah. And so just pausing to acknowledge our feelings. And so many times as leaders and as empire builders, we don't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I want everyone that's listening. You have permission to feel. Yes. Um yeah. and to acknowledge them and to talk through it with somebody. Um, because we're not robots. Mm-mm. And so it's okay to have feelings. So
0: well, that is so, so powerful. And in fact, I was having coffee with a friend of mine yesterday and she was telling me that she's is having struggles with her husband and in 2019 he ended up cheating on her and she did exactly that she just didn't tell a single mm. person yep. she just stuffed it down inside of up. her mm-hmm. and uh, of mm. course you know that's that's not good and yeah it's really it's really it's been a struggle yeah well, and what and I just think it's that? easy yeah. for us to do yeah. and so easy so so unhealthy yeah yeah. yeah.
2: What
1: happens with that too is um, then the unexpected comes when you least expect it, Yeah, when you bottle it up like that. And it comes in, I mean, yeah, you know, after 23 years of health with my dad, when you don't deal with it, it comes up Mm. in stress. It shows up in your body. It shows up in your emotions. It shows up in how you handle things. But it comes in the most inopportune, unexpected times when you don't deal with it. And yep. so, you know, the gift of what I'm hearing from both of you, which I love you sharing is, you know, a, a coach, a counselor, mm-hmm. a confidant, someone mm-hmm. that is not going to be in judgment of you to be able to process those things out loud is yep. a really powerful thing. And, yes. I, you know, I think the other thing that I take away from this that I've learned that's kind of parallel along these lines is, you know, I wrote, um, my dad passed away, you know, just, Uh, now two months ago at the time we're airing this. um, But when I sat down to write his eulogy is I, I believe that any of us as co-hosts can outwork pretty much anyone under the table. If we put our mind to it, like that's easy. It's a superpower. It's actually, that's something we can do if we choose to, we all have 24 hours in a day, but I bet you our energy if we want to, we can outwork anyone. But the the thing I realized in writing Dad's eulogy, and, and he had endless amounts of energy and a 35-year career, was when I wrote his three-page eulogy, work only got one paragraph.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have to think about that. Yeah. How much time are we dedicating to our self-love? How much time are we dedicating to the people that matter? How much time are we dedicating to our bodies or our spirituality or our children or our communities? Um, Because it was a real gift getting to write his. And realizing, you know, the impact he had on the community, the impact yeah. he had on us as kids, the impact he, I mean, his friends, when we did his Celebration of Life recently, like the stories his, friend, his friends told were so sweet so and beautiful. touching. And I mean, Wendy got to be there with me. It was just, it was so like, just awesome. And I think maybe one person in his whole Celebration of Life mentioned work at all. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. trying to think. I was like, I think one person talked One about person mentioned it once. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I think as empire builders, right, we get so focused on something that gives us a huge amount of dopamine and reward, and it's, and we actually do it easily. Um, and so it almost takes more effort for us to give ourselves permission to release and focus on those other things. And so that for me yeah. is, a, is a huge, huge lesson um, for me, honestly, for 2023 that I want to carry with me, which is um, boundaries. Boundaries matter and um i'm learning personally to reclaim those boundaries um and so that's that will be probably at the end of 2023 a big lesson that i will have learned really well guys really well but i'm aware <laughs> <laughs> that i need to learn that lesson um and, and i think awareness is, can be a big lesson too well i think you've come a long way
0: since i've known yeah. you in all of those things it's remarkable mm-hmm. yeah and just Kudos to you. I mean, we all we love you so much, and I know what a journey it's been for you and your business and your dad. And and honestly, that celebration of life was truly so sweet. It was really beautiful. Yeah, I I don't know your dad. I never met him, but I feel like I know him from all the conversations we've had. And um, I think I need to pick up wine tasting as a hobby because you really I feel should, like that's what everybody, everybody talked about awesome. at the celebration of life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he that's dad. how he brought people together. It was wine mm-hmm. was a, um, was a vehicle to create memories and bring joy and conversation. And so Aww. for him, that was a vehicle, um, which is why we threw him a great wine um, party for his celebration of life, which was so fun. Um, and we had great conversation and great food and great wine, which is something he would love to have. So it was a really fun celebration. I'm telling you, we should all have those on our way out as a party with a theme that we loved because it was great.
0: Oh, so. for sure. This is yeah. This yeah. is my new goal.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> It was really fun. Really, really yeah. fun. I, I think
2: just to add to that, say, I, I think, you know, anytime you have a, a death in your family,
1: mm-hmm. um, I mean, I... I I know you did too this year, a big one. Yeah,
2: I lost my all, which, which isn't yeah. my daddy bed. It, it's I, but a big one. It's a big, huge it,
1: relationship. There's a yes. no contest.
2: Yeah, it's the yeah. big relationship no, for it's, you. It's um yeah, it was a in. We're both going to be going through the holidays without them, and yeah. which is our first time, and um, we're recording this pre-holidays. Um, <laughs> but I think what you what the the lesson for me as we as we're entering into this family time too is like you will never regret when you choose family over over work or over other things that, that that will never be a regret for you i i think for me um i wish i could drive take the drive 2 to 3 hours to go visit her um this this holiday season and I, and i can't and you know you, you 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 won't regret making that choice and i think that was a that's a big lesson that was a big lesson for me this year is just the power of that with your family. And, um, when they're gone, they're gone. Yep. So it's, uh, making sure that, um, you keep the most important things and the most important people on your calendar. And as the number one, um, is so important. And that's been a big lesson for me this year. Um, and I know for you say as well, so.
0: Well, I've got another, I've got another sort of tactical thing, um, and I know Sarah's going to want to talk about it too. But one of the things I learned this year is the power of fasting. So yes, uh, we actually got inspired because some of our friends have done a fasting protocol, and <clears throat> I'm 51, so you know a lot of hormone changes and things like that happening, and um, just trying to get a handle on that. And so Sarah and I did a sort of a a longer fast, a two, like a two week fast with some meals in between there. And uh, <laughs> some, and now three
2: and, Three meals, only three I meals in just, two weeks. Just call it the hunger game. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to call
0: it I'm not to make it sound as wackadoodle as it really was. It was pretty like wackadoodle. Maybe some people you guys. didn't listen to those episodes we they recorded. They were so hungry. But okay. yes, yeah, So it was so a 13 hungry. day fast. I think it had three <laughs> meals. Yeah. But what I've realized is is at every stage in your life, your body is changing. Mm -hmm. Your body is changing. And we can't be sort of content just to let what worked in the past work for us in the future. And I think I was kind of in that mindset where I was like, ugh. And and I was so now I've really incorporated a fasting protocol into my life where I'm fasting one day a week for 36 hours a day. And that's really working for me. And it may not work, uh, you know, in two years, three years or five years. So just sort of like making your health a priority and then and then really staying on top of it and being in tune with your body. It's sort of like what we were mm-hmm. talking about before. It's um, easy just to go, go, go and instead really listening to
2: what your body has to say so yeah listening to feelings in your body is important instead of just going yeah. going going so yep. you no know, i i've done intermittent fasting for um a year uh, almost 2 years now um but the what i learned through this fasting protocol this year was that um you you need to do some extended fasting so intermittent i was doing about one meal a day which is a 24 hour fast but if you can get to consistently having a 30 to 30, I think thirty at the 34th hour, um, yeah, autophagy happens, um, and which is very good for you. So the whole idea of three meals a day only started when we, when we had refrigeration. Um, And so you learn that uh, when you study fasting. And so it is good for your body to take some breaks. And then, um, and so that was a big lesson for me of just, I needed a little bit longer of some fasting periods and it really helps, helps you across the board uh, with Mm -hmm. your health. So I love that one, Wendy.
1: That's awesome. My, my health one is not fasting related. Um, so just there's that. Um, <laughs> I love that you guys did that and Seychelles did not do that. I do I do um do the sixteen eight, like the intermittent work. Well to be clear, you don't need to but do it. Yeah. I yeah. No, but for me actually um what What I have loved over the last couple of years, and Sarah really inspired me to do this, is a movement matters, daily movement matters. I I set on a journey to be moving my body every single day for multiple miles. And Nick and I do um, most mornings now, a morning walk after we drop off Quinn. And I've just set Mm. my schedule where all my calls start after we can get in at least a 30 to 45 minute walk together. And it's just so awesome. Um, we go drop her off at school together usually and like take our coffee with us and go on a walk. And it's just, it's awesome. And movement Mm -hmm. matters. It's really nice that we've had, you know, just that time to connect for the day too. Um, it's been really special with kind of how crazy this year has been. I feel like it's kept us really grounded, which has been really nice. So movement matters. That's mine. My health aha for this year. I love that.
2: Another, uh, lesson I learned was from the couple's goal setting retreat. So Mm -hmm. George and I, um, did the couple's goal setting retreat for the third time. Um, Mm -hmm. and there was a question in the handbook that we had never done before. And it was the first year this year that we did it, which was, there's an exercise where you, um, share your values with each other. So you determine what your, uh, core values are as a human being, and then you talk about them. And one of the questions was, um, my core value is blank, which is why I, I need, and then you share how the core value of who you are is why you need certain things in your relationship and your life. And that was so powerful. I, I've always known that values matter mm-hmm. and they make up mm-hmm. who we are, but hearing my husband share with me how his values and then how it it integrates. I had so many ahas of like, Oh, that's why you need that. Or that's why you want that. Or that's, it was just, it was so powerful. Um, so, so powerful. Um, and that came from the couple's goal setting retreat, uh, through the one thing. So I loved that.
0: Well, that's so good because, you know, as partners, we, I think sometimes we, we kind of take it for granted that we know all about them. So Mm -hmm. that represents like a significant shift
1: forward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was huge. I love that. Very impactful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. And by the way, Wendy, thank you to you Uh, and Jay. Well, I had another health thing since we're, oh, I was just going to say thank you for you and Jay for leading the way on putting that couple's goal setting retreat together. Like that's so incredible and such a gift you guys have given Yes, for sure. Uh, tickets still available.
0: Scottsdale 2023, I guess. What are we in? Audis will be there. <laughs> oh, will be there. Yeah. And we'd love the Engleharts to be there too. It'd be a good time for you yeah. to come. Yeah. Uh, well, another health thing for me is I found out earlier this year, uh, or I guess at the end of last year, that I am probably going to have to have hip replacement surgery, which is mm. – so crazy. I've had pain for two years uh, in my right leg and I've tried a lot of different stuff and nothing's really worked. And so finally I got my hip x ray and the guy said, oh, you have pretty severe arthritis and you probably need your hip replaced. And I was completely shocked. I mean, I honestly was, even though a few weeks before um, I had finally figured it out that it was my hip. It took a long time, but I think it's just like, and and I'm struggling with walking, but I think it's really a theme. Like that's, that's representative of the theme of what we're talking about here, which is this idea of, if you don't make time for your wellness, uh, you will have to make, you'll be forced to make time for Mm. your illness. And so whether that's with your emotions, your mental health, your physical health, uh, whatever that looks like, or even, you know, um, you know, you know, think about not having relationships your whole life and then sort of ending up alone. Um it's just really important to think about like you know it goes back to the core of what we do here at empire building which is to yes, you can have a big business. You know we all mm-hmm. ha- we all are rich beyond measure. Um all have very successful businesses and at the same time, you know, take time for the things that matter. And you know, you might be in a season where that's not possible for you where You're maybe building or things are going crazy, but, you know, you always have to keep your eye on the prize, which is you have to build your business to the point where you can get to that next level so that you can get back to the things that matter most so that, you know, you have to, you just have to make time for your wellness in all aspects of your life, or you will be forced to make time for your illness.
2: That's good. I think part, part of a a lesson that I learned that goes with that, Wendy is, um, you know, you can't, it's hard to make yourself a priority if you're the only one leading. Mm -hmm. So a big part of empire building, my organization now is, um, 340 amazing humans, uh, which is crazy. Um, and I can't be the only leader, right? If I want to make my health and myself also a priority and have a, a big life as well as a big business. And which means you have to learn how to develop leaders. And that has been a journey for me. And I'm learning a lot of lessons. And the biggest one I learned in 2022 is you have to let your leaders fail to learn. Most of most human beings that do have a leadership skill set or a leadership heart. If you keep saving them, which I did for years, <laughs> I would <laughs> sacrifice myself and my family to save people, to save yeah. save my leaders or save my team members. And every time you do that, you're you might be saving the short term, but you are not helping them with long-term growth, which is so important. And so I learned to, at times, I need to sit back and I need to let my leaders learn and fail, fail forward, and not just come in, swoop in, and save them. Um, and that was a big lesson for me, and, and st- it's still hard. I'm, and I'm if, not going to pretend yeah. I got it all figured out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, and it
0: kinda and seems I, like you do.
2: Well, I definitely have grown so much in this yeah. area, for sure. Um, but and I I will. I will stop myself before inserting and let my leaders learn. Uh and it's it's hard and painful and it costs money by the way <laughs> to do that. Um and I'm in this for the long term. And so to do that, I need leaders that that have learned and grown and learned themselves. So that was a big lesson for me.
1: I just want to amplify you in that Sarah. It's been uh so just amazing watching your journey and your intentionality behind like You know, 2021, I remember you saying a lot of like, I have to learn how to lead leaders. That was a big part of your 2021. And to see that Mm -hmm. showing up in such a big way for you in 2022, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just really awesome. And as your friend and co-host getting to watch you do that and business partner and other businesses, like it's, it's showing up in all different ways in your life. And it's just, it's a true joy to get to watch that. It's really, really fun. So you've doing doing truly job. turned
0: into a, a beautiful, beautiful leader from yeah. the inside out. Yeah. It's been incredible really. to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: you just glow, yep. girl. You just mm-hmm. glow. Mm-hmm. Well, my my affirmation this week is I attract leaders with grit. <laughs>
1: Every
2: day. I'm like, I attract leaders with grit. I attract leaders with grit. I'm like, like you gotta affirm it. You gotta yes,
1: uh, absolutely. believe in yourself and well,
2: Say I, it. Think,
0: uh, mm-hmm. I think Tesla has a few people that, that are looking for jobs right
1: now. So mm-hmm. Also Twitter. I bet you can get some really good oh, tech people Oh, I meant, meant Twitter. Right now. Tesla. <laughs> That's what I meant. Twitter. I meant Twitter. <laughs> probably get some really good tech people right Twitter. now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. I think the, the last one for me was um, your love language of how you give and receive can be very different than somebody else's and so just making sure with your leadership with your personal life with your family like that you are asking for um like help or asking for like your love language as a part of your communication and and i think like on i mean my my year has been so filled with personal lessons we've we've had a great business year and I've had so many lessons on the personal side. And I think one thing that's been really amazing is my sister has been managing, um, trying to help with my dad's health decline and then passing away from a distance from Denver. And for a long time, my love language was acts of service. For a long time, I would wait for her to show up serving and helping because mm-hmm. that was mine. And I would jump mm-hmm. in and just do it, right? If there's a problem, mm-hmm. to Sarah's point, right? you just jump in and do it. And Mm -hmm. what I learned is at a distance um, over the last two years, she and I have learned that when you're at a distance, A, you don't see things on a micro level and B, you don't know how to insert yourself. And so one of the best things for our relationship, I think we are 10 times closer today than we were two years ago, is Mm. that I had to learn to A, plan ahead. And then B, figure out how to ask for help in a way that it would be meaningful for me or for him, my dad. And so, like, for example, when I would be taking a trip to Europe this summer, and we talked about that on the podcast, I months ahead of time reached out to my sister and said, I'm going to be out of town on these dates. I need help covering. The way you can help the most in this time is to come in town and help me with these specific dates and work from Dallas during this time. And it gave her like a clarity around where she could insert herself. And I I think for business, that's a great way to think about it too. Um, And it gave her a really great crystal clear way to show up in a big way and to own something. And like it was all hers and I did micromanage and it was whatever she needed to do or wanted to do during that time. Um, but it helped too, because I felt like she was really showing up in a way that I needed it. So I think as leaders really learning how to ask for help in the way that it also really helps us instead of just helping them is really big. Um, and has been just so helpful. It's one example, but that's been like a multiple times this year. I feel like I've learned that lesson over and over again to really learn how to ask for help in a big way.
2: I I love that say, and that's honestly the definition of accountable versus victim, right? That's right. I think so many times we we are expecting everyone to know, yeah. and it's like, no, what yeah. can I do to make sure that they do know, right? Not right. not be just waiting and like, woe is me? You put right. your, you made sure you vocalize that, and mm-hmm. that shows how accountable you are as a person, and not just like sitting back and being a, a victim about it. And yeah. you know, it's been. I am just. I love that I get to do this podcast with you guys because, like, we have been able to walk through these lessons sort of together, Absolutely. and the growth that we see in ourselves, mm-hmm. we see in each other, because mm-hmm. we can. we have been with each other uh, yeah. through so much of it, and it is. It's been such a joy this year um, seeing the growth in both of you, and in both um, tactical things as well as uh, such mm-hmm. big life. Uh, So um, I love that I get to watch you guys lead big businesses and even bigger lives. And I hope all of our listeners take our lessons and you learn something from what we share today and implement them into your big business. And don't ever, ever forget uh, to have that big life at the same time. So thank you for joining us today and give us a five-star review and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Love you
0: guys. Bye, guys.